This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You get the perfect body, but you end up with a worse off life. Yeah, because this is when people use fitness to serve the ego, not serve the body. Ronan is the director of health programming at Valley and one of the most brilliant minds in health and wellness. He's the creator of Valley's intermittent fasting program, Beyond Fasting, Valley's home workout program, and one of the co-creators, along with Lorenzo Delano, of Valley's high-intensity interval training program, 10X. He has a proven track record of success in the world of fitness and health and is a huge draw on stage here at Valley because of his unique, fun, enlightening teaching style. Ronan, welcome to the Valley podcast. Thank you, Vision, for having me here. And, and you're no stranger to this platform. Ronan is one of the most watched teachers on Mind Valley, as you already heard. In Q1 of this year, you were the most popular teacher on Mind Valley in terms of total video views. How does that make you feel? I think that what it sounds to me is that people are resonating with the message. Right. It's not about ah, something that I want to be or want to become, da, 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 but it is. People are resonating with the message on, on, on health and fitness and in a way of you know conscious connecting with their body through health and fitness that it has become uh, a lot of people are watching the the, the courses that, that have been working on because they all are embedded with a dif- different philosophy. You know? you know what I think it is? I think it's also your Brazilian accent. The, I, the, you know, and this is something that I always put to the proof. And the sense of humor. Of course, of course. Now, the, we were in the, in an event once, uh, now in in Paris a few few weeks ago, and then any any self was introducing me. And when she was introducing me, she did something very nice. Before I went on stage, so, ah, I want a few people to raise their hands and say what, what is something that they love about Rona. So very sweet. And there are two people said the lovely accent. I said yes. I knew one day it would play to my advantage. <laughs> yeah. So Brazilians famous for. Your excellent buttocks, of course, and you, your accent. I think that's also part of the assets. The assets, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally speaking. <laughs> so, speaking of of well formed assets, uh, let's let's talk about your journey to health. So, what I appreciate about Ronan is how he teaches people that there is no ideal body for you. Okay, um, you you conveyed a really important message when I last saw you on stage in Paris. I'd love for you to share that with our podcast audience today. It starts with unraveling the story. You know, the, the way that I got into fitness was was not a way of inspiration. It was, it was the way of desperation. I was a, a, a kid that was bullied in school because I was uh, too short, too skinny. And physically speaking, I, I was not gifted. And and then because I would get jokes and, and pushed around and slaps, you start feeling unfair, right? If you look at your body and and there's a there's a feeling of rejection because other kids are treating you in a way that you don't like it because of the body that that you were born. Other people experience it in different ways. Some people because they were more round and chubby. Some people because of the color of the skin or whatever. But some people are judged because of their bodies and they feel there's something I cannot change. So when I was a kid, that was this dream of being different. I felt like I was a weak boy 
And uh, that was this day we were in the education class. We were doing a, a stretching assessment. That was the only thing that I was good at. And I could reach my toes. And the teacher, the teacher was measuring my, my stretching. And when I reached my toes, come this guy, Jeff, right? This was, he was the captain of the football team in Brazil. It's a big deal. He was the cool guy. Uh-huh. But he couldn't reach his toes because he was stiff. He was sprinting all the time. And he made the joke like for everybody in the front of the room because I was there stretching. He says, ah, teacher, he can reach his toes because he's short. So his legs are short. But I was very logical. I said, Jeff, but that doesn't make sense. My arms are also short, right? They are proportional. And then I didn't like his lap me the back of the head. So you pissed him off and he came and he whacked you at the back of your head. Yeah, he said, you keep your head down, your piece of feces. And, and I kept my head down. I, I, was, I was shaking. Imagine a... a probably nine-year-old child just got a slap from the big guy at school and I was like, I was shaking. I kept my head down. The teacher didn't say anything. I was looking at his shadow on my left side and I was just waiting for his shadow to walk away so he could stand and go to my corner and pretend that it didn't happen. That day, I felt like I, I was less than. And I had the dream of becoming a strong man. It was everything I didn't feel. But then, what is a strong man? I didn't have the reference. And the reference came from popular culture. I saw Conan the Barbarian on the TV, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? The guy was the size of three men put together. And he was slaying dragons with, like, with his lap. So that, that's probably what becoming a strong man needs to be. And that's what I wanted to be. Arnold Schwarzenegger, a man who can slay dragons with a slap. With a slap. That was your definition of a strong man. <laughs> exactly. But again, you were nine years old. Yeah, that's that's the best that I could make when I saw a reference of what a strong man was. And I remember that there was a little gym close to my house, and I was passing in front of it. I was I would look at it as as you know, a kids look at ice cream. I would look at the guys training at the gym because that's what I wanted to do. And my dad never allowed me to do that. Because he said, you have brains. You know, people who have brains don't go to the gym. People who go to the gym are the ones that don't have brains. That's why they work on their biceps. And he only allowed me to go to the gym when I turned 18. And when I turned 18, I went all in. The day, the day that I turned 18, 6 a.m., I was there in the gym. And I started hanging out with the big guys. And I wanted to know what they eat and how they train. There was a guy... Adriano, the guy in the gym, he's like in his 55 years old. He was so big that he couldn't take his shirt off because his biceps didn't allow. He needed the help of somebody to take his shirt. I thought that was cool. And I started asking what he did. And I started training like he did. I started eating like he did. The only thing is that he, he took supplements for horses. That's the only thing that I didn't do. So, I, mean, I, I go to the agro shop to buy supplements. Okay, that's the thing that I'm not going to do. But all the rest I did. But it didn't work for me. You know, my body had, I had constipation. I had bronchitis when I was a kid. Low heart function because I also take a, took a lot of antibiotics for the bronchitis. The, the, my immune system was also low. So I couldn't train as hard. I couldn't eat all the chicken, sweet potato and stuff like that. I needed to find my own ways. You know, after a year and a half of training, nothing had changed. I was still frustrated with my body. And then I started studying. I was a, a mechanical engineering student. So the mind was, was helpful at that moment. I started studying English because of that. 
because all the studies that are published on health and fitness, they are in English. And as a Brazilian kid, you don't have access to that. It's nothing in Portuguese. So I learned English and I realized, ha, the protocols are there. How people develop strength and muscle mass is there. I replicated those studies on my body and then the body started growing. When the body started growing, I said, you know, watch me become Conan the Barbarian. So it was a two and a half year project. I had my body as a full-time job. So I was training twice a day in the morning and in the evening before and after university. And I was measuring all, every single meal. I would cook everything on Sunday, 21 meals, and then I would freeze them. But I would cut, I would count the, the numbers of grains of rice because they need to be super precise. All my sleeping routine, all my biohacks, they were like, a, they were meticulous. You were intense. Design. Wow. Because it was that, that to me, I, I believed that growing big muscles was the answer to all my problems. Because I grew up as a kid very insecure with my body. I spent a lot of time trying to protect that little kid to be laughed at, to be slapped again. I said, this is never going to happen to you anymore. And to me, the answer was be becoming a big man, right? And so that was not only about having a body that was impressive. I thought that was the problem to, so the, the solution to all my problems. Eventually, I got there. And I, I did a photo shoot and the body looked impressive and big muscles, veins everywhere. And let's, let's put up a couple of pictures from that photo shoot for you, our you YouTube will see audience. The, I will see the, you see and the before and impressive. after. And that is impressive. It is impressive. You look at it and say, wow. On the day of the picture, I felt very proud because it was a lot of work towards it. But the month after that it was the toughest month I've ever had in my life. Because one, I realized that all the problems that I thought it would be solved when I reached that impressive physique, they remained untouched. And if not, life got a little bit worse after that because I just developed a routine that is a full-time job to take care of a body that was in a peak state that is, for the way that my body is designed, unsustainable. Some other people will get there and may eventually stay there because their body is designed for that. My body is not designed to be Conan the Barbarian. So trying to keep that up and, and, and fooling myself into thinking that that was the, what becoming a strong man meant made that a, a, little, a little cage for me. I needed to keep that routine very tight. Otherwise, if I, after the peak state, it's worse. Right. Once you reach the peak, anything different than that is worse. So if I couldn't maintain that with a you know, full-time job level of commitment, it would be less than what I believed a strong man should look like. And so it creates that, that type of, of anxiety towards ah, if I eat uh, 100 grams more of rice, right? I'm, I'm putting into threat what I believe a strong man should be like. I had no social life anymore because I couldn't be away from you my training. You created essentially these really hyper-restrictive boundaries around yourself. Yeah. And so then what happens is that it happens to many people in fitness that the body transforms to its best version, but life gets worse. So let's add some attention to that phrase. Mm. You get the perfect body, but you end up with a worse-off life. Yeah, because this is when we people use fitness to serve the ego, not serve the body. I like that. This is when you have. This is what happens when you use fitness to serve the ego and not, and not to, to serve, serve the, body. the body. 
Yeah, fit is supposed to, to serve the body. Fitness is the, the capability of the body to go through stress and, and recover from it fast. And the right. point of a great body is so you can truly experience life. Exactly. But what was happening to you is that you had created all of these restrictions because your you know, body more was about serving your ego. Yeah. About healing that inner wounded child. And this is not something that we do intentionally. We do this from the best part of our hearts. We want to protect ourselves from an experience we had in the past that we say, I'm not going to allow you to experience that anymore. But then we find the solution from from popular media, right? If you go on Instagram and put hashtag fitness, what you see there is images of very specific types of body for men and women. And you tend to believe that this is what fitness is. But fitness for, for different people, for different types of body will look completely different. If your body is, if your body is like a race car type, you have the, its ultimate expression will have its one form. If your so, body is like a truck. So for, for the benefit of the people listening yeah. in the podcast, explain the image that you're showing on screen right now. So this is a, a book called Athlete made by a guy called Horde Schatz photographer. What he he did is that he gathered Olympian athletes. These are the bodies of people who have become the best in the world in what their bodies are designed to be. And what strikes me about this image is that all of these bodies look so different. Look at diversity. Some are heavyset, some are skinny, some look muscular, some are short, some are tall, some are lanky. And what is common about them is all of them are super fit. They're all athletes. They're all but Olympians. They're they all the top in the world. But right. fitness, the ultimate expression of fitness will look completely different depending on the beaut of your body. And so what you're saying is that if we're chasing a Hugh Jackman body, right, from X-Men, or if we're chasing a Jennifer, um, Lopez a Jennifer Lopez body, that is an artificial representation of what a healthy body is. Yeah. You know, the only person who can get a Hugh Jackman body is Hugh Jackman himself because right. he was born and built for that body. If he, if Hugh Jackman said, I want to get Chris Hemworth's body, he would be in trouble, right? Exactly, right. And, and at the same time, those bodies are often not sustainable. There's an enormous amount of sacrifice. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I have a friend who is one of the Hollywood A-listers who is known for having one of the most perfect bodies. This was like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and he was the Hugh Jackman body of yeah. his time, right? And he told me, to get to that body, he literally lost his health after filming was done, after the iconic film came out where he had that body that so many men aspired to have. He suffered from back problems. He suffered from issues with his shoulder. He had difficulty sleeping because he had actually wrecked his body for an artificial mirage. Yeah, and then what we do, we get the body and we put it in front of the health magazine. Exactly. And the health is not there. <laughs> right. There is a portrait of a body that looks impressive. But if everybody tries to reach there, they realize that one, physiological health for most people who are not designed to have their body start to break down. Because the more the more extremely lean you are, the first thing that gets shut down is your sex hormones. So for men, testosterone goes down. For women, also uh, go down. Sex drives start decrease. Women lose their period when they get super lean to those type of standards. But second, uh, mental health starts to go down. I work with a lot of people that reach their peak state because when in my beginning of fitness career, I was getting to my peak state and I'm helping people to get to their peak state as well. Uh, once they arrived in the peak state, one thing that they didn't achieve was 
confidence, was a solid mental health. They, what they got there was more of insecurity because once you reach that peak state, when you're comparing your body to others, but also the interesting thing that happens is the mindset that takes you there. The mindset that takes you there is like this. You are two years before that, you are in a state. And you stay and you tell yourself that this is not acceptable. My happiness is in that version of the future that you're there visualizing, you know, the health magazine type of cover, right? And then you work towards a very rigid process. It's hard for you to do all the diet and all the training with that intensity. So you need to reinforce that mindset that this is not acceptable. The ideal, my happiness happens in that future state. That over two years, the mindset gets so strong that whenever you get to that state that you are envisioning, what your mind is telling is the mindset that you train for two years that says what is here is not acceptable. Right. The happiness in the future. So whenever you're there. So you, you there, never get satisfied. You never get satisfied. You never get satisfied. You just get more obsessed right. with that, right? And, and uh, such an important lesson over here. So I used to be... Um, 22 percent body fat. Yeah. I did the WildFit program, which is now uh, um, on Mind Valley, and I went down to 15 percent body fat, but I was skinny. Then I did the 10x program on Mind Valley, which is what you and Lorenzo Delano teach, and 10x changed my life. Yeah. I went down to uh, 14 percent body fat, but I also put on a lot of muscle, right? And my body finally had that shape that I was really proud of. And what struck me was that. Some guys came to me and said, 14%, that's not impressive. Aim for 9%, aim for single-digit body fat. But I know if I did go for single-digit body fat, I would never be able to enjoy wine on a date. I would not be able to enjoy ice cream with my kids. Maybe when you I'm... wouldn't have the cognitive capacity to run exactly, in your company. Exactly. I might see my sex drive go down I, because there, there are sacrifices that you have to make. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't strive to be your best. I'm actually in my peak, my peak body right now because... I, I went on a one-month spiritual cleanse where I was working with my spiritual teachers, and in that one month, I only ate meat and veggies. Um, I, I did not take any carbs, did not take any sugar, and I actually lost almost two kilograms. I lost two inches off my waist, so now I have a, I have a really tiny waist, but it was only for one month, mm -hmm. and now I proudly eat ice cream when I yeah, want to. Yeah, and, and, I, I, pro I love hummus and I'm here in Dubai and I'm eating hummus every day. Absolutely. I go out for drinks with my friends. I don't have to make those sacrifices. I still have lost that fat because I've developed metabolic efficiency. But I think the lesson here is that if you are chasing that ideal, very often it's done for ego. You want that 9% body fat because you think, you think that man is sexy. That man is going to give you some validation. But there are side effects that you may not be aware of. I'm happy to be at 12 to 13% body fat. Yeah, and I think that the, the point here that you made is the most important one. The idea here is not, ah, okay, I will accept my body, so I'll be just negligent right. about that. It's not that case. What gives people confidence about their body is not the state that the body is at. Just get somebody who's in a peak state and put them for a whole week not to care about their body, not to take care, not to show off. They will start feeling at, at the worst case scenario because they're not show, the attitude is not there. What makes people confident about their body is the attitude of showing up. Not even if the body is not in the ideal state, but you're showing up to your body and taking care of it and saying, hey, 
the idea is not that I will manipulate you to become what I want it to be, but I will show up. I will give you my best. I will, I, will, I will try to understand what my body needs. I'll give the best type of food. I'll bring the best type of exercise. I'll do all the best type of routines for the body to become what it wants to become. If the body will become bigger, smaller, rounder, sharper, it's, it's the body's thing to do. I will show up at my best to fulfill my body's needs and fulfill my body's potential. If you have that attitude, that's what makes you confident about your body. And then that is what allows your body to have, that is available for your own type of body, for your unique type yes. of body. And then you may even, the, the, the curious thing here is when you let go of an external type of goal and you try to fulfill what your body is trying to become, this is when you reach the best version. Right. Because you're not putting a condition on what the body should be. You're just giving your best to for the body to fulfill its own potential. It's more or less an idea of parenting, right? What, what parents do to, to kids. Where the formula doesn't work is when the parents de de determines where the, the, child, the, the child should be. Ah, you're going to become a doctor, right? And if the child becomes a doctor, it's an unfulfilled doctor with an unfulfilled parent. But if the parent has the attitude of what it will become, you will decide. But I'm going to give you the best. I'll protect you from harm and I'll nurture your innate gifts. And the child becomes an artist, but it's a fulfilled artist. And the, and the parents become fulfilled parents because the child has you know, fulfilled its potential. What if we use the same mindset towards our bodies? When you use that type of attitude, then you realize that your confidence about your health and your body grows. And your body reaches its own best version. They'll be right. much better so than I, that someone else's version. Your body doesn't look like that ripped bodybuilder in the photo we showed earlier. No, that's not my my normal state. But how is your health right now? It's it's uh, unbelievably good. It's unbelievably my, good. You're not going for a visual archetype, right? That no, you... I'm going for the what my body can do right. and what my body can feel like. The transformation of the body can work on, I have my baseline type of, of, of uh, protocols and I have like an athlete, I can peak for certain my performance or my appearance for certain uh, uh, purposes. But my, my baseline is something that I, I need my body to feel good and I need my body to do things that expresses my, my life. So here, here's an example. I was working with a lady. Uh, she's a, a client of mine. She's an actress for a Netflix series. And she was like, I'm very disappointed, Ronan, because I've been working for four months with you. We developed so much results. And, and I feel like that everything just fell apart because she has a daughter that has a very serious disease. Since her daughter is very little, sometimes her daughter needs full attention for her family. Uh, that requires 100% of their energy and attention. She says, now my, my daughters are having one of those flare-ups and I can't sleep anymore. And because of that, I don't have energy to uh, uh, work out and my, my diet is falling apart. I just felt that all the results that we had are just, you know, they were for nothing. And then I was asking her, let's put this into perspective. Right now, you are in the moment of your life that the requirement that, that you have is to show up for the person that you love the most in your life that happens to be your daughter. What if at this moment 
you were sick as you were, you know, four weeks ago. She had this low back pain that she needed her daughter to take care of her. What if right now you had your low back pain that you needed your daughter to take care of you? This None of this is happening. Your body is healthy. Your body is, it has energy. Your body has strength. It has prepared you for this moment. All that fitness is to prepare you for the moments in life where it really matters. You are there healthy and strong, ready to take care of the person who you love the most because you have you have built a body that supports you for that. I think this is health and fitness is for. It's for to prepare you for moments that your body will provide you the 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 resources and energy to show up for for what really matters in life. Not only for a body that is good for taking pictures. And that's, that's a nice be, side effect. And that's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. That's going to be different for, for everyone. Amazing. Amazing. I think the key lesson over here is that so often we are chasing archetypes. We're chasing an archetype of an Adonis-style body, an archetype of the Jennifer Lopez body. But what is an ideal body is different for each of us. That As that beautiful foot photograph you showed of the variations in body shapes of Olympian athletes. And I think that was the key lesson. So that said, let's now talk about your programs on Mind Valley, so people have an understanding of what they can dive into. So Ronan teaches a number of different programs on Mind Valley. Advanced Home Workouts was a program that we produced with Ronan in the midst of the pandemic, where you learn how to turn everyday household items into a gym. And if you cannot afford yeah. to actually get a gym membership, this program is incredible. Now, the second one is called Beyond Fasting. And this program has changed my life. I've used Beyond Fasting to basically practice intermittent fasting. I've seen increases in cognition. My first day on this program, I did a 20-hour fast. Yeah, I remember. 20-hour fast, and I delivered a talk after 20 hours. And I was shocked at how clear my mind was and how there was no hunger. But it was these little hacks that you had showed me, right? Now, beyond fasting is suitable for men or women. But please note, if you are a woman, fasting beyond 14 hours is not advisable. You'll learn more okay. in the program. Yeah. Now, Ronan's third program on Mind Valley is called 10X. And 10X is an optimized gym routine when anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes a week, you optimize muscle growth. Many people work out for hours a week and, and just kill themselves and often get sick of going to gym. 10X makes it fun, it's optimized, it's based on the latest science of minimum effective dose, that means minimum work, maximum muscle growth. So Ronan, take us through these three programs. Right. Uh, just give us a quick overview so people right. here who are part of Mind Valley membership might have an idea of what they can dive into. Now remember, all of our programs, we have close to 100 programs in Mind Valley. all are available when you're a member. It's like Netflix, if you have a subscription, everything is unlocked for you. So if you already are a member, as most of you who listen to this podcast are, know that all of these programs are already included in your membership, Ronan. So let's think about them into where would I start depending on where I am in, in my health. If, if I am a person who I'm starting to take care of my health right now, and there's a lot of different challenges that I'm facing. For example, I have a little bit of obesity, a tendency to you know metabolic disease, and a lot of things that, where do I start? I think fasting would be one of the, the great ideas. So Beyond Fasting is a program that not only teaches you intermittent fasting, but it teaches you all the mindful eating, why eat, when eat, how to eat, the, 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 uh, all the habits around eating that makes that experience something more intentional and, and, and more mindful. So it brings small changes. It's not a huge habit transformation. It's more like 
when I eat, I'm not changing drastically what I eat and what I don't, and my body starts to get better. My body starts, it starts to feel more energetic. So Beyond Fast is a great entry-level program for somebody who wants to start shifting their health. One of the things I learned from Ronan is I learned the ability to skip breakfast. So I eat breakfast for fuel. I used to eat yeah. breakfast for fuel, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And on weekends, Saturday and Sunday, I eat breakfast for ritual. Ritual meaning with the kids and family, right? Yeah, of course. Monday to Friday, I was never eating breakfast with my kids anyway. They were off to school. And when you understand that, that so often breakfast is ritual, not necessarily needed for fuel, you change the game. So Mondays to Fridays, I just don't eat breakfast. Instead, I have sparkling water or just regular water with lemon juice, Ronan taught me this, lemon juice and Himalayan salt, and coffee, regular caffeine or decaf. And then I don't take my next meal until 1 or 2 p.m. So at this point, I fasted. So I stopped eating at, say, 9 at night, 9 at night, and then after that, it's just water or tea. And then I don't eat again until 1 or 2 p.m., let's say 1 p.m., so that is a 16-hour fast. And what's amazing is that as I started doing this, I stayed lean. Yeah. Um, I saw energy levels go up. There were improvements in my thinking and my cognition. It, it was It's incredible what fasting does, but this is called intermittent fasting. Yeah. And I worked my way up. I worked my way up to a five-day fast. Five-day fast using, uh, I did use Recently. Prolon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, P-R-O-L-O-N. Prolon is, a, we're not affiliated with Prolon, but you can look it up. Gwyneth Paltrow did a beautiful episode on it on uh, Netflix. P-R-O-L-O-N. It's, uh, you're taking between 600 to 1,000 calories a day. But they did a five-day Prolon fast, and then I did a three-day, a three-week Walfit sprint. And that's how I lost two kilograms around my my waist. Yeah. And, and, and here's Sorry, two when, kilograms um, overall body fat, but two inches around my waist. And here's when you get well-versed with fitness and, and health tools. You learn all those things and say, okay, I can I apply them into a sprint yes. to help my body transform into a healthier version, right? Right. And the fasting has this message to the body that is very interesting. You know, it's a, it's a time of the day that you're going without and you are showing your body that it is resourceful because sometimes people start feeling a little bit of hunger and they feel that the desperation that they need to eat but the body is not that fragile in the, the intermittent fasting is that practices body you know what you are very resourceful you can go through 14 16 hours without food and tap into your own resources that you have prepared for this is a is a is a way of showing the body how strong it is exactly so you're yeah. changing your body to burn fat rather than crave sugar yeah. and then there's this concept called autophagy tell us about that this is when uh, eventually you get to a certain point in a fast that the body needs to find its own resources to keep its cells alive. And you have old cells and you have young cells, malfunctioning cells and very well-functioning cells. If some of them needs to die to become food, the ones that will be chosen to become foods are the old malfunctioning ones. So there will be a point on your fasting that the young, strong cells will eat up the malfunctioning old cells. So you're literally cleaning your body of Yeah, of and then you say, my body is cannibalizing itself. How come is that healthy, right? But then you think about what happens after you start resume, uh, when you resume eating after a couple of hours, your body is left with less old cells and more uh, cells. young and well-functioning cells. And they are the ones who are multiplying because all cells are multiplying. So you have less 
old cells multiplying themselves. So, so for the audience here listening, feel free to Google autophagy, A-U-T-O-P-H-A-G-Y. Google autophagy to learn about its benefits. Yeah. But that's what happens when you fast. Yeah. Now let's talk about advanced home workouts. When and who should be using this program? So this is when people are stepping into fitness. So how do I develop more capabilities of my body? I want more energy, more strength, more speed, and then more you know, endurance. This is a seven-day uh, program for people to, who want to start training at home, but in an effective way. Because if you do a lot of starting to train at home, you may go to some YouTube workouts. Some of them work, but the, most of them are there for, for the views. Uh, and whenever you are there for the views, you need to give people what people want. And what people want is something that is easy to do. There's not what gives the results. Exactly. Right? Here's a very important thing to keep in mind. Workouts on YouTube and even workouts in many gyms are designed to be an hour long because of the algorithms. On YouTube, an hour long video will make the creator more money than a 15 minute video. In a gym, an hour long workout will make the fitness trainer more money than a 20 minute workout. But you shouldn't be working out for an hour. You're actually wasting your time. In, in 2013, the New York Times published an article on minimum effective dose workouts. And that's when minimum effective dose workouts came to the forefront. Workouts like Tabata, where four minutes have been proven to be as effective as what? As more or less a whole 30 minutes of, of a cardio uh, exercise. Four minutes more effective than a 30-minute cardio exercise. So you want to do the right workout. And this right workout will cause you a little bit of pain. It's typically high-intensity interval training. Yep. And advanced home workouts teaches you how to use everyday objects in your home. Yeah, you Chairs, buckets, water brooms, and, right. yeah, and, and you get an incredible workout in minimal time. Yeah. And that's the key. Yeah, and this is this is a concept that people are familiar in other places outside of fitness. For example, you know that if you spend, you can work a lot and not be productive. You can spend your whole day at the office, but if you spend the whole day answering emails, you can spend 20 hours a day and not be productive, right? Right. But at the same time, you can go to the gym and spend one hour every day in the gym and not be productive. If you're doing busy work, if you're answering emails at the, at the gym, if you're doing exercises that are not effective. Right. So, you can so so give us an example. Let's talk about inefficient push-ups and effective push-ups right. based on this principle. Give us so so the typical push-up would be let's say a, a man or a woman is trying to do uh, fifty push-ups on either on their toes or their knees, right? Right. Fifty push-ups. What would be um, an efficient minimum effective dose version of push-ups? It is one that in more or less one minute you can reach to a point that you can no longer lift yourself. Right. And they reach that, that place they'll call muscular failure. Muscular failure is a, is a signal to the body that says we need to be stronger. Because you see, we're trying to do an exercise and we can no longer do it. So whenever you're creating the stimulus for the muscle to grow, it needs to get at least very close to that. So if you're doing push-ups, and if you're doing push-ups in a way that is because you can do maybe too many and it's so easy, you can do 50, you're not even tired, you can do a lot of that, but not cause the stimulus to grow. On the other hand, if this push-up is too hard for you, that you're trying to do with your full body, but even your first push-up is already a little bit, you know, uh, kind of the moving, the movement is being cheated a little bit. You're not, you may be moving your body, but not using that movement to contract the, the muscles right. of the chest and so, the shoulders. So there's a science to do push-ups in a super slow method, and you are leaning carefully on one side, then leaning on the other side, Okay, and you are, you are, but you're maximizing muscular failure, thus stimulating your body to grow more muscle. Yeah, so now get a push-up and do this very slowly. First, find the form of the push-up that you can execute it well. 
If you cannot do a full push-up, you can use an inclined push-up. Imagine that if I have my feet on the floor, but my hands on top of the table, my, my body is not horizontal, it's a little bit inclined. That makes it easier. Once I find a position that I can do a few repetitions, instead of doing them very fast, I do them very slow. If I can do 40 push-ups and I forget that, do them very slow to see. It's about you time. You will do 10 yeah. seconds and you are shaky. And one of the things I learned from you is the concept of time under tension. Right? Yeah. You want to keep your muscles under tension for as long a time as possible before rest so that at the end of one minute, you just can't do another push-up. But that is the stimulus that is going to tell your body, uh-oh, we need to pack on more muscles here. Yeah. Rather than doing nonstop push-ups for five minutes or resting and continuing and so on. The, so these, these the are some of the rest principles. Rest on top of that. You're on top and you kind of rest on your shoulders. Yeah, no, exactly. You keep your muscle under contraction for that one minute. Right. It's not the most pleasurable type of experience, but it's the one that is super effective. Now, this principle is what takes us then to 10X, which is the routine that, again, you can do it in the home yeah. or you can do it in the gym. It's a form of high-intensity interval training. It's unique exercises that you do. Each exercise is one minute and you do it to a metronome sound. Yeah. I'm gonna actually play the metronome sound. It's it's on the Mind Valley app. And um, so this is pretty unique. I want you to explain what's going on here with the metronome sound. This is actually the most common sound I play on Mind Valley. Exactly. What's so going this on? This is help you count the time for each one of the repetitions. Because on 10x, what we are doing is that we are applying this idea of the push-ups to failure that we just talked about, and we apply it to the full body. So we do six exercises that will recruit your entire musculature of the body, and we do this with a pace that is done slowly, so you can control every single movement and reach failure in this one single set. So a chest press, for example, is yeah. one, two, out, and three, three four, five, back, back, right? Two seconds out, three seconds back. And then there's a breathing pattern as well. Right. Because the breathing will uh, uh, regulate the the pressure inside of your body. Right. So whenever you're making the effort, you're in this case for a, for a chest pressure, you're pushing. This is when the air is coming out of your lungs. So you're breathing out as you push. So there's a precision to it, and you do the chest press for only 60 seconds. Only 60 seconds. There will be if it, if you count five seconds per repetition, 60 seconds. There's about 12 repetitions. 12 repetitions, and, and so you do five to six exercises, and you're done in 12 minutes. Yeah. So you go from one and you do each exercise one set, but that one set is to the limit. Is if if you could right. only do one set, how well can you squeeze that thing? Right. So you're not able to do two sets. So that's the that's how 10x is so time efficient because the intensity is pretty exactly. high. Exactly, and the results that people see are astonishing. Yeah, and it makes it very accessible for everybody to train because no, now you no you no longer need one hour per day, five times in a week, six times in a week. A person who has 20 minutes twice in a in a week can do the same muscular development fitness development it's, it's in incredible. a much shorter amount of time by doing the right techniques with the right intensity so you can go deeper into beyond fasting into advanced home workouts and into 10x all as part of mind valley membership to give credit where it's due 10x is produced by lorenzo delano he is the uh, one of the chief scientists at mind valley and he developed this protocol ronan is the head of health and wellness at mind valley ronan is the teacher in the current 10x course because when we filmed it it was in the midst of a pandemic lorenzo was in south africa and he couldn't fly he could, that's right you know flights we were, were supposed canceled. to, to film it together Borders were shut exactly so i just want to also give a big shout out to lorenzo the creator of 10x he's a brilliant mind to follow but 
As a Mind Valley member, these three programs will transform your health. And if you want to go deeper, we also have a program on longevity. It's called Longevity Blueprint, and it's by the legendary Ben Greenfield, who has been on this podcast multiple times as well. Absolutely. So, Ronan, thank you so much for being our guest today. Where can people find you? So besides my Mind Valley programs, the most active place is Instagram. If you go to Ronan Diego Insta on Instagram, that's my uh, social media profile there. This is where I'm most active online. Fantastic, Ronan. Go check him out, Ronan Diego Insta, and join Mindvalley membership. If you go to mindvalley.com and browse our programs, you can see all our programs on health and fitness, and Ronan is the, the most prominent teacher there. Thank you, Ronan. Thank you, Vishen. It's been a pleasure. I'll see you guys in the next episode of this Mind Valley podcast. Please don't forget to leave a comment or leave a review below the Spotify link or the YouTube video or wherever you're watching this. And give a big shout out to Ronan. Thanks. <laughs>